0: In here, welcome in to the on deck circle. Here, it is May fourth, Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you, to everyone listening out there. My name is Sam Fry, <clears throat> Michael Levitt across the table from me here, and uh, another another great week in the sport of baseball. A lot of uh, a lot of interesting storylines developing. Um, M- Michael, how are you today? I'm
1: doing good. How are you?
0: I am I am doing very well. Um nice uh the, the Tigers playing a doubleheader today, so I've got the uh, I've got the Tigers game on my laptop here in front of me. They are they are currently beating the Pirates 2 to 3 in the 6th inning, so And they have a doubleheader. Today. They do doubleheader today. Yep, so they've got they've got um they've got a doubleheader day, so they've got this game then they've got the the game afterwards in which Alex Faieto who was one of the top prospects in the Tigers' entire organization in their farm system will be making his debut um, for for the major League. So very exciting to see him in his debut coming up in game two. Um, yeah, going to be an he, exciting matchup. Yeah, no, and he's been and he's been a top prospect for the Tigers for a long time, and the fans have been talking about him quite a bit. So. He's had some injuries too. I yeah, think. he yeah. has, but 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 um, you know, now is his time, and and with yeah. the injuries with with Mize and Manning and. Some of those Tigers injuries, they have they have had to sort of call up guys earlier than maybe expected. But hey, it's great for the fans to see their young guys, and I'm very excited.
1: And not only that, they can sort of solidify a spot for them once those guys come back too. Yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah, Bo Brisky has, has been very oh, good. Yeah. He also got the call up through five uh, innings against the Dodgers on Saturday, only gave up one run. Um which considering that lineup oh, is pretty yeah. good. Um yeah, I think it was impressive. just a, I think it was just a Mookie Betts home run, which I mean Mookie Betts is really good. So yeah. um nothing to nothing to shake your head out there shake your head at there. But yeah, very excited and uh ready to talk some baseball with you, Michael.
1: Yeah. I mean probably the biggest story this week was I mean we finally got a no hitter. Yes, um, we
0: did. A combined no hitter yeah. by the mets. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Still a, still still no hitter. Oh for sure, yeah. yeah. Um it's, I mean definitely exciting. Uh, I mean, it's they don't happen very often, and I mean, especially combined no hitters don't happen very often. So, I mean, this was really, really sort of a not necessarily unique, but doesn't happen very often.
0: No, and I I wonder if you know how how many more if the combined no hitters is going to become more popular, considering a lot of the innings and pitch count and just limitations on starting pitchers. Yeah. So I wonder if we will – because, I mean, the Rays pretty much did a combined no-hitter except for it didn't count because their offense didn't score. But Yeah. And then the Dodgers were close. I mean, we've already seen a few combined no – but we I feel like yeah. we haven't really seen many, like, solo attempts. Like I mean, when's the last time we've seen a guy go into the 8th, ninth inning solo with a no-hitter? I feel like it's been a while.
1: It has been a while. And, I mean, part of that might be because – teams are sort of trying to keep players healthy for more yeah. of the season. I mean, you have guys like Kershaw who get hurt like once a year now. Um, you don't necessarily want to risk him throwing a ton of pitches. For sure. Um, if you – you'd rather have him healthy healthy for the postseason. Uh, so, I mean, I think teams probably will start doing that. Yeah. I think that, that probably will become more common. I mean, if you look at the Mets' no-hitter, Tyler McGill threw, I think, 88 pitches through five innings. Um, and I mean, even total, um, the, the Mets pitchers threw 159 pitches in the no-hitter. Yeah. I mean, there's no way one pitcher is going to, going to complete that if you throw that many pitches. Well,
0: obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but, but even like you still usually see at least, I mean, Walker Bullitt threw a complete game, I think the other night against the Diamondbacks, but, there, there. Well, in, in the McGill case was extreme because obviously, if a guy's throwing eighty-eight pitches in five innings, oh, yeah. there's no way. But even we'll, we'll see. I'm I'm curious to see if a scenario where like a guy's got a no hitter through like seven innings and he's at like ninety pitches. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do then? Because I think I I th- I think it is. You know. One, it depends on the manager, because yeah. I think the different managers have different philosophies and different styles, and I, I think, think it depends on the yeah. pitcher as well.
1: And Kershaw sort of had that earlier than that. Oh, yeah, and, yeah.
0: And, and right, and I think that, that the Dodgers' style in the regular season, because in the postseason, they'll just work your arm off, Yeah. in the regular season, the Dodgers' style is we're not going to throw pitch, pitchers for more than a certain amount, especially ones that are injury-prone, and Dave Roberts is, is is more likely to pull a, pull the plug, but...
1: He did it. Like, with, I mean, he did it with Rich Hill a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, and,
0: yeah, and and I think if and I think if there was a different, if there was if it was a different manager, different team, a different pitcher, then you may have a different a different philosophy when it comes to pulling guys with no hitters.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it it, it probably does depend on the team. Um, I mean, you might have. An old school, older school manager like Tony La Russa, for example, who might sort of keep the pitcher out there unless, I mean, once he gets over maybe 120 pitches, then maybe you look to pull him if it's even if it's like eighth or ninth inning. I but, mean,
0: yeah, I mean 120. Yeah, I mean yeah. if, if I, I think that I think that I would be very surprised if we see a pitcher throw more than 110 pitches this season. I'd be surprised. And, and 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 it would have to be because of an it would have to be because of like a perfect game or no hitter, and it would have to be like barely over that I think.
1: Yeah, I I think that could happen, um, and even not in a perfect game or no hitter. I think one of those teams, I mean, a team that's competing maybe has their bullpen overworked in the middle of the season. I can see them sort of letting their pitcher go a little, maybe 10, 10 20 pitches longer than they typically do. Um, just to sort of take some strain off the bullpen, but I I don't think that's going to happen very often.
0: No, I, I agree for sure. We'll 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 see how we'll see where it goes. That that's an interesting storyline to follow along the season goes. It's just when pitchers get taken out and when you know how many pitchers they end up throwing, and maybe it's just because there was a shortened spring training and you know they're trying to build guys back up slowly. But I mean, the Yankees took out Jameson Taillon last night. After throwing five innings of one-run ball with, like, 70 pitches, which is unheard of a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And, and I know the Yankees have, like, one of the best bullpens in the league, and, and I don't, I'm don't, i not questioning Aaron Boone or questioning what the, the decision-making. But I'm just saying, if you would have told me three years ago they're pulling a guy that's given up one run in five innings and only has 71 pitches thrown— that, that, that's, would that's that would be a surprise yeah. that would be a and 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 that's and he's i mean that's that's a surprise that would have yeah. been a surprise
1: i mean i can see that happening if there's an injury or or even if it's like a blowout game if they're up 9 to 1 i can see that happening um yeah i that that was surprising um i mean Tyon wasn't i mean he he was doing good i no he was cruising oh yeah
0: he was completely cruising
1: yeah i that and part of it i mean Teams are analyzing pitchers a lot more now. They're figuring out, okay, the third time through the order, he's this many times more likely to to give yeah. up a run. And so that sort of plays a pe- factor into it too. I yeah, mean. it
0: does. It does um, for sure.
1: Because, I mean, even if you get through five, six innings, okay, then you're already onto the order the third time. You're not going to go a fourth time through the order. Yeah. I mean – Teams are becoming very even. More, even
0: the second time through, yeah. people managers don't their pitchers face anybody a third time. So it is yeah. it is becoming more analytical in that sense.
1: And I think that's sort of affecting. I mean, that's affecting how many pitch, pitches pitchers throw um, because you. I mean, you could be cruising and get through the lineup two times in six innings, but I mean, then you could get pulled even if you've given up one or two hits just because you're not as good the third time through the order yeah so i mean i i think it could mess with players momentum a little bit although it could sort of help them carry it into the next one into the next start but at the same time teams are sort of looking out for their players and trying to maximize their potential win
0: yeah no i yeah i i do think that but you know i in, in in every i mean if you're a manager you're you know that that's that's part of your job is to is to decide when to pull a pitcher and you know they're they have these jobs for a reason, yeah, and, and they're a lot smarter than I am, but you know i it's it's it is it, the sh, the shift in philosophy has been just an interesting thing to to watch over the years of of really putting more of a premium on the, on the bullpen and putting yeah. more of a premium on bullpen pitching and and sort of letting starters just kind of you know go four or five innings and then turn it over
1: yeah i mean i I think this really sort of started with um I mean, after the Royals sort of had that huge bullpen on their way to the postseason in either 2014 or 15, I think it's sort of when this started happening. Just because people saw—teams around the league saw the effects of having having such a dominant bullpen and sort of what that can bring to the team.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, well, they, they had like Wade Davis yeah. and, and like Kelvin Herrera back in that bullpen. Yeah, Greg I mean, Holland yeah, was there, I think. Yeah, no, that all, all those guys were, were locked down and— it it has. I mean, you know, the the reason I think the Tigers didn't win a World Series between 2006 and 2014 was because of the bullpen. And yeah, that's fair. You know, you 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 think of the Ortiz homer. You think of you know Joel Zumaya coming in and giving up. You know, throwing a hundred miles an hour right down the middle, and it's getting crushed. And um, it's yeah. it's, it's it's it is. And teams have been more more focused on, on on crafting a perfect bullpen, and I think which that's, is pretty hard to do, and it is. Yeah. And, and right now, I mean, it's crazy because the Tigers have like the best bullpen ERA in the in the MLB right now. Yeah. And the problem is they can't hit anything. So you know the bullpen comes in and it's already like five to one, and then you're screwed. But what the Yankees are doing, they've got the second best ERA. What they're doing is they're either, you know. Their starting pitching has been a lot better, so yeah. they're you know, it's 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 a one-one game or a two-two game, and the bullpen just doesn't give up any runs. Yeah. So eventually, the offense does something, and, and they're line- how they're winning yeah. games. And
1: their lineup has so I mean that lineup's loaded.
0: Too. Yeah, no, and and that's why they were picked to to win the AL this year, yeah. win the AL East, and, and go to the World Series. So, you know, some of my picks aren't looking too great, but that's been one that's 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 hit so far, and. You know we can we can go back if you wanted to just go back to our picks a little bit and like see what has sort of come true and not. You know I know it's obviously it's it's you know May fourth so. Yeah. Like none of these yeah, there's there's a lot of, a lot of the way to go but. You know I was I was higher on the I mean I had the Red Sox in third I think that was a big they have not been very good this year, but Yankees Jays looking good in the East. Um, White Sox have been a pretty big disappointment for me at least. I don't know about you, but they've yeah. they, they've not been very good.
1: Yeah, they haven't been great. Um I think probably—I mean, I had Blue Jays making it to World Series. And where. they've been good. They've been good, yeah. Um, so I think that's probably my best pick so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, Braves haven't been too good.
0: Yeah, I had the Mets winning the NL East over— I I, I, I had the but,
1: Braves over the Mets. And but. and
0: I think—but And but I had the Braves in second. I mean, I've been—I mean, I thought they might have a little bit of World Series, but they're like 500 right now, aren't they? If yeah. that. I mean, they're—I think they're below 500 right now.
1: Yeah, I think they're um, a couple games under.
0: I, I think the NL Central is going to be Cardinals, Brewers all year. <laughs> Um, yeah. the Cubs, I mean, you can talk about the Cubs. They're sort of, they've been sort of just performing as expected. I would say, is that, is that fair?
1: Yeah, I think they I mean, it's about, I mean, they're, they're a little under 500. So maybe a little less than expected. I mean, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I was sort of expecting them to have. 75 to 85 wins for the season yeah which i mean they're 9 and 14 right now so they're under 400 which okay I, I mean isn't they're doing slightly worse but i mean they've had a ton of injuries um yeah i mean they have their starting pitching has just been i mean between Alzelay getting hurt you would wade miley missed the start of the season drew smiley just got scratched from the game yesterday um which uh might might uh, that might have actually been a personal issue but okay. uh I mean it's still just sort still of still gotta find innings for it. Yeah. I mean Right. So I mean it's just sort of
0: And and I know Suzuki has sort of taking a nosedive in yeah, terms of his production. But but that I mean that's that's expected. I I don't think anyone was expecting to hit four hundred all year. Oh yeah. Um but no, I mean I you know, I think it's gonna be the central just gonna be, you know, the Brewers and the Cardinals are fighting for first, the Cubs there's a gap and yeah. the cubs which cubs are then actually, there's a yeah. gap and then there's the pirates and the reds
1: which actually surprisingly cubs are only are actually half a game worse than Pittsburgh at this point
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, but I think that that's. I mean, water's yeah. gonna find its level. I mean, Pittsburgh's losing right now to Detroit, so I mean, if Detroit can hang on, then there's already yeah. they're, they're tied up. And
1: I mean, and the run, the run differential is huge. I mean, a big difference. Cubs are actually minus two for the season, okay. whereas Pittsburgh's minus forty one. Well,
0: and it's, I mean, they had the game where it was like twenty one to zero.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, true.
0: that's probably accounting for
1: yeah
0: <laughs> quite a bit of their Cubs' run. I mean, take that out for the Cubs, and it's you know.
1: But I mean, I mean that, that happens. So you can't tw- take it that's, out. Even if you take that out, it's still about twenty run difference.
0: Well, twenty runs, it would be, it would be, it would be closer to even if you took out that game, considering it. was no, i for the Pirates, and then yeah, that's yeah. true. But you know, the, the, I, I agree that the Cubs are going to end up separating themselves from the Reds and Pirates level of bad.
1: The NL West has been surprisingly they, I mean, good.
0: Everyone, except for the Diamondbacks, really, because yeah, the Colorado Rockies have. Been, yeah, yeah, I mean, all those teams are off to a really good start. I don't see the Rockies. I don't see the Rockies keeping pace all year, oh, yeah. but I didn't think the Giants would last year. And look, look how they look how they turned out. So, um, I think it's going to be more of a three horse race. Yeah. Um,
1: I think San Diego could be in it. I mean, as, yeah, especially yeah, for sure. yeah. I mean, especially getting to tease back around mid season if their pitching can stay healthy this time. I mean, last year, I mean, the basic. I mean, they started off sort of slow and then were in the race. But then their pitching just sort of—they had a ton of injuries and they just couldn't weather the depth.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, so I mean, if
1: if they actually if their pitching stays healthy this year, I think they could be a lot better. And
0: with the extra wild card spot. Yeah. I think that too. That, that could be something they take advantage of. But they gotta they gotta stay stay strong throughout the season because yeah. we saw last season they kind of fell off at the end. But you know this year they gotta keep that momentum going. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's sort of a little divisional. Yeah, I mean I think I think it's 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 it, the season's been off to a, a really fun start. Um, I'm excited to see how teams perform in May because this is I mean, you know, people say, you know, it's it's April's world, but these games are important. Yeah. And you know, you look back at the end of the season and you know, you you missed the playoff by one game and you're like, "God, that game in May where we were up by 3 in eighth inning and you know, it's it's every game matters. Every game is one of 162. So this is this is this is this is important for a team to start to find their footing as the weather warms up and and see if they can find some more offense because the offense has been bad across the league oh, yeah. so far. Oh yeah.
1: And we'll, we can talk about that a little bit yeah. more later as far as if if that will improve. Um Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely been it, it's been a sort of crazy I mean busy week for baseball, definitely. Yeah. Um I mean a couple couple uh History things happened. The first thing, Clayton Kershaw became the Dodgers career strikeout leader this week.
0: Yep. Yeah, fantastic accomplishment for him. And just I mean, he's the first ballot hall of famer. I mean I can't really say much. I mean, well, I don't really know what else there is to say at this point. He's he's one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. Um considering all that Dodger history and all those pitchers that have come through that organization in the past. Yeah. Another just absolutely crowning achievement for him. Just such a fun picture to watch. And, and he's going to be, I think his number is going to be retired in that organization. I really do.
1: Oh, yeah. And I, I even before he got this, I th- I think it was. Yeah. I mean, this is just sort of no- another needle in the haystack almost yeah. as far as just his number, another feather yeah. in his cap. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's there. I don't know, I don't know what else to say other than this guy is just incredible, one of the best to ever do it. And just, celebrating while he's still here because yeah. really, the, the game is going to miss Clayton
1: Kershaw when, he, oh, when yeah. he leaves. And also that he's done it with, all with one team. I mean, especially is, in this yeah. era of, I mean, all these players sort of um, bouncing around, going wherever the money is. I mean, you had Buster Posey just retired, who was with the Giants, All I mean, his whole career. Yep, And I, I mean... Albert Pujols going back to where he was. Well, Yachty although, and Wainwright, yeah, I feel like yeah, have been with the Cardinals
0: for. I mean, I don't think they've played for another team. Have they? I think. Yachty... Well, Wainwright
1: came up as a Brave. I don't okay. remember if he actually played in the majors with them. Okay. Um, but he, he, he might. I can I, I can
0: I can pull up his baseball reference page. Um, but I mean, yadi I think has been has been a lifetime Cardinal. Yeah,
1: he has. He came up through their minor league system too.
0: Yeah, Wayne right a lifetime cardinal. He he is not the majors, pitched, yeah. yeah, in yeah. the majors. He's not pitched for anybody else. Um and and Yadi Yadi um the same thing, yeah, lifetime cardinal, which and that is rare. And and yeah. um and I think that's even why he's more of a legend at the Dodgers yeah. at, the, at the with the Dodgers because he's been he, nowhere else has he pitched. That's where he's been, and I think that's really special.
1: Yeah, I mean it really is sort of just amazing to see to see everything that he's done and that i mean everything he's continuing to do um i mean even even as his i mean he's his career is i mean he's he's not as good as he used to. i mean he's he's been playing great but i mean he the fa- i mean his career isn't as he he's further into it now i mean there's not as much left as what he's already been through so i mean just to look back at everything he's done is just I mean it's amazing.
0: It is. It's, it's it is it's really special.
1: And then the other um accomplishment this uh this week, actually just last night, Dusty Baker won his 2000th game as a manager, which is pretty special. First black manager to do it. Um I believe only the 12th all time to to do it. Um Yeah, I mean it, it's really You don't really see that happen as much anymore
0: and and i i got a, i got a crazy little nugget for you about dusty baker so dusty baker's first win as a manager was in 1993 okay on on the opposing team was jeremy peña's father wow and now 29 years later in 2020 in in dusty baker's lineup was jeremy peña and both had two it in the in their respective games.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> um,
0: very funny. Yeah. Um, just, I actually didn't realize Jeremy Peña's
1: father. Yeah, played.
0: yeah, yeah. That's just so. I mean, I thought that was kind of. I thought that was a lot. That was pretty funny. And Dusty Baker is such a good manager. And people, oh, yeah. you know, he got he had a bad rap for not winning the big one or whatever. Everywhere he has gone, he has won. He. Those Reds—that's the last time the Reds have been relevant was when he was there. Yeah, and and, and they just ran into some really, really good Phillies teams. And and I mean that
1: when he was with the Cubs, I yeah, mean, they they made it almost to the World Series, came close, but
0: and 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 he's been great for the Astros. Yeah, he was great for the Nationals. I mean, yeah. he, it's just everywhere he goes, winning baseball follows, and that is that is not an accident. And he yeah. doesn't have 2,000 wins by accident. He's just a really, really good manager, and and great, and great for the game.
1: Yeah, and I think he really sort of I mean he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame as a he manager. Does. I, I mean agree. no no doubt. I mean he just everything he's done. I mean he, he I mean, even if he didn't win his first World Series in as a manager until he was with the Nationals. I mean, yeah. What twenty twenty years into his career at least. Um yeah. I mean, it it's still sort of just if 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 you look at what his teams have done with him there, I mean, it's just I mean, the leadership he provides, the the his acumen in the game. I mean, it's just sort of it. it it's it's. I mean, it really is impressive everything is. he's accomplished.
0: Yeah, it is. And and I'm, you know, it's it's. I'm stoked for him that he's got this 2000th win. That's that's super cool. And he's just been a great ambassador for the game of baseball oh, yeah. for as long as he's been in the league. And absolute class act. Um, super smart guy.
1: And he had a good playing career too. Really good yeah. playing.
0: Really good player. Just really good for his players. Yeah. Just Really, you know, his players love him. Um. And and I think that you know, everything a good manager is, it should be about, is what Dusty Baker's about. And that's I just respect that so much. And you know, growing up with with you know with a lot of Reds fans. Um. Watching the Reds and watching those Dusty Baker teams, you know, it that was the last time that they were really relevant. I mean, they ran because those Phillies teams, they those teams were just really good. Then they ran into a Pirates team that I mean, just had sort of caught lightning in a bottle with Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, yeah, and and that wild card game is one of the most famous games in the sport.
1: Yeah, um, that was that was an exciting game. Yeah,
0: and and but but Bake, I mean, since he's left the Reds, I mean, they what have they done? Yeah,
1: they yeah, haven't, they haven't done, done much.
0: Anything, yeah. and now they're even worse because they sold off all their players. Yeah, or traded them.
1: Although, I mean, they do have one player who's who's been with them his whole career. Yeah, they have Joey talking, Votto. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that and who's
0: who's not very happy right now. Yeah, I don't think. But you know,
1: part of that's due to his part of it struggling. is yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, him sort of not doing as well as he'd hoped. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Dusty Baker is the first manager to lead five different franchises to the postseason. It's cr- Incredible. I mean, yeah. he's Incredible stuff. Fourth most postseason appearances by manager. I mean, he's just, even if you're not even counting his playing career, if you, if you just look at him as a manager, I mean, he you, you have to say he's one of the best managers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's,
0: and he's going to, I hope he's a Hall of Famer and I think he yeah. deserves to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, he definitely does. He he's just encompasses the game of baseball so well. Yeah, he does. We have to take a quick break, but when we return, there will be more on deck circle here on KCOU eighty-eight point one FM. Stick around. Michael Imami.
0: I'm Logan Franz. And I'm Patrick Herring. Join us each Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. on Mid-Missouri's hottest sports show, The Hot Corner, where we discuss all the latest sports stories in football, baseball, hockey, and more. He then proceeded to bring his dogs back to his cabin, where he then proceeded to pull out of the race, not because of the health of his dogs, just because they just didn't want to do anything. Listen to us each and every Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM and KCOU.FM. You're really trying to be right. I'm just trying to throw numbers at the wall and hope they stick. You're seeing the guy who picked the loser score right two weeks in a wall. Two, yeah.
1: Where are they going to find an elephant? Patrick. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think there are just elephants roaming around Florida. What on it it would surprise you if there are all elephants in Florida.
0: I mean, I've been to Florida. It doesn't seem like a great place for elephants. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Delivering food, supplies, and medicine. Keeping communities safe. Making a difference. During emergencies, we're
1: always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. Welcome back to the On Deck Circle here on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Michael Levitt with Sam Fry. You're listening to the On Deck Circle. Sam, we've got more baseball talk.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, Michael. Let's and, get into it.
1: And more, more accomplishments being made. Um, Kelsey Whitmore just, just this week became the first, the first woman to, um, to be in the starting lineup for an Atlantic League game. I mean, it's played left field, bat in ninth for the Staten Island Ferry Hawks, um, which great name by the way. Yeah, and uh, the Atlantic League is actually—I mean—they're affiliated with Major League Baseball now.
0: Yeah, and I know that they've, they've, they've sort of been um, a league that's been known for sort of trying out some new rules. Yeah, um, and and sort of, I guess, piloting them a little bit for the MLB, um, and just sort of throwing stuff at the wall and and hoping hoping it sticks but um yeah no back but but great great for Whitmore oh, and yeah. just a tremendous accomplishment for her to be starting in in a game of that caliber because that oh, yeah. that that's not like a joke league i mean this is yeah. not like a joke league like for like this is a serious league where players are trying to trying to get to the next level
1: oh yeah i mean and and not only that she's actually a two-way player um i mean she's played professionally since she was 18 um is now 23 and so she's been playing professionally for over four years at this point. Um, this probably I'm mean, this is her fifth season, I believe. Um and actually she's actually eligible to both pitch and hit in the same game because the Atlantic League adopted the Shohei Otani rule, which I believe has. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean she's played on the um the USA women's national baseball team. Um I mean just yeah, she's had a ton of accomplishments and just Added another one to her basket there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Good for her and a, a, another important step forward for, for having more women in baseball, not even just playing, but coaching and, and managing and, yeah. you know, just get it, being involved in the game, which is, which is really good.
1: Oh, yeah. So now on a more somber note, um, or I guess it, it could be some more uh, serious note, I guess. Um, Trevor Bauer was suspended this week. Yes. Uh, we... Don't know i mean all he is appealing it so we don't know if it's final, but um it, suspended for two full seasons uh, so through basically april of twenty twenty four um and and not only that all the all the games that he's hasn't played in while he's been on the restricted list he those do not count toward his suspension, which I mean is just um kind of. I mean, were you were you surprised by how long his suspension was? I was.
0: I I was very surprised. Um, just because, I mean, this doesn't really happen. I mean, there's yeah. not really a precedent for this. And even, like, the Marcellus, you was suspended for, like, 20 games.
1: And he had already served it all while he was on the restricted yeah. list. So,
0: yeah, so, I mean, it's – it's, it's cra- I mean, they really just brought the hammer down on him, which I was surprised about. I mean, I got no gripes with it. I mean, I think that, you know, it's – if – yeah, it, it's – what he did you just can't do and i mean this this is a big step to maybe this is a big step in the right direction i think yeah. to to sending a message that that isn't okay
1: yeah i mean i think this could this could really sort of um get the get the league sort of um i mean i mean hopefully this gets them to t- actually take take it seriously and sort of prove that it is a big issue um that really shouldn't be happening um not only that, I mean, Bauer, actually, his, his contract that he signed with the Dodgers would actually be up before his suspension is done at this point. Um, because he, is, he would be a free agent after 2023, and then um, and then the suspension goes through April of 2024. So he would actually miss about a month of the season after, after, after his contract runs out
0: yeah I mean do you think he's gonna ever pitch again
1: I, I can see I don't know I, mean, I don't know if he will yeah I'm I don't think sure. he will I don't think he will And espe- I mean especially because I mean there were I think there was just another case that came out or another um allegation against him that just came out yeah so I mean yeah I mean I really don't think I really hope he doesn't just because that would sort of set the precedent that which I guess has been taken somewhat already, but that teams don't teams actually take not not just the league, but teams actually take this seriously. Yeah. And are willing to sort of they're willing to not have players on their team who are going who are going to cause issues and not yeah. sort of put their spot on make the team look bad.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I mean I agree and it's it's you don't wanna you yeah. don't wanna have that mark on your organization as like a team that employs right a guy like that. Yeah. And the suspension has has made that ever like his like the next team that, that if he does pitch again, that team is gonna have some serious scrutiny on it. Like oh, some yeah. serious like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like this guy, like why are you why are you employing this guy?
1: And um, I mean we've seen teams get rid of players after their suspension's done before. I mean, you saw that with Jose Reyes, Colorado waved him. Although part of that may have been due to Trevor Story breaking out at that time. Um, I mean, you saw Washington do it last year with Starlin Castro. Um, I mean, it's really—this isn't the first time that that would happen. Although, I mean, Castro hasn't signed anywhere yet. I believe Reyes might have—I think he might have gone back to the Mets after that. So, I mean, it's— I think he did. Yeah, I mean, so that's—it's not—I mean, there's all perfect examples. But, I mean, it is sort of— Something that's similar, not as similar as far as suspension length, but similar as far as what happened afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and we'll see if he if he does. I don't think I don't if if I the bet. I think he's not going to pitch again. Um yeah. but maybe he. I mean, maybe he will, but. I just don't think a team is going to want to take that chance on him. Yeah. Especially now that the upside is not going to either. I mean, he's going to get he's he's only going to get older. Yeah. He, he will not have you know pitched in the majors for a long time. He's already so, thirty one. Yeah, yeah. His stuff. I mean, you don't know about his stuff. You don't know about his durability. Yeah. I don't see why you would take that risk.
1: I don't. I mean, I can see if he does sign. I can. I mean, I which obviously, I mean, I I hope he doesn't, but. If he does, I can see him signing a minor league deal and just sort of at least spending some time in the minors at the beginning, sort of get stretched out again, um, sort of prove that he can pitch in the majors again um, before he actually does. If, if he does. I mean, who knows? But it's, it's one of those things that is just sort of... I mean, obviously, this, this reflects horribly on the Dodgers organization now. Um, the fact that, I mean, they signed him and just, I mean, everything going on with this just does not look good. No, it doesn't. Um, Especially with how much, I mean, how much he was getting paid But, but I mean,
0: but, but, but to be fair, the Dodgers, I mean, they didn't know this stuff before yeah, when they signed him. And I think now all they can do is just, you know, condone his actions and, and not bring him back. So I think if they do that, then I don't think anyone's going to have any problems with with the way they handled it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, MLB, MLB actually suspended him, even though the criminal charges were dropped, too. So, I mean, it's – MLBs, I mean, they they could really be putting their foot down on this, which would be great if they actually do.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that, that would – I mean, yeah, I'd be all for that for sure.
1: So now um, getting to some of the major injuries from this week, um, we have uh, so probably the major one was Chris Bryant. Um, hurt his back and will be out through, I believe at least, um, at least another week at the very least. I think he still hasn't really started throwing, um, or started, started playing or anything. So, I mean, it's, how do you think this affects Colorado as good as they've been doing?
0: I mean, that's, that's the middle of their lineup. I mean, that's, that's their, that's their guy. They went out and got, I mean, I think it definitely, you know, it's, it's going to affect the offense for sure. Um. You know, CJ Crohn's been hitting it very well. Yeah. Uh Ryan McMahon, Connor Joe, Randall Gritchick, Charlie Blackwin, those guys gotta stay hot. They got they gotta pick up the offense. Um and you know, obviously it's gonna hurt with with you know, your three hole hitter and your best player arguably probably gonna be out. But, you know, it's next man up. Injuries happen. Yeah. You got you gotta you gotta keep going.
1: Yeah, I mean, be, and I think Connor Joe had sort of been their regular DH up to this point. Yeah, he and might to play
0: third base now. What? He might to play third base now. Bryant, you mean? No, Joe, because okay. Bryant's gone, with Bryant injured.
1: McMahon's playing third. Bryant was in left.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they're going to have to play. I mean, I would
1: think Joe would play the outfield, and they could just use anyone at DH pretty much. Yeah, I mean they just brought. Um, I mean I, Hampson just was activated from the injured. And list. I mean,
0: like they got guys. I mean McMahon can play second. Like they got yeah. guys they can move around the infield too. So yeah, they, they've got some versatile weapons out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they're they're and they always seem to have those extra players who can sort of play part time and just do do well in that yeah. playing time yeah for I sure. mean they have Sam Hilliard still who can play um and he's
0: been actually hitting pretty pretty yeah. well this year I so. think they
1: still have Yonathan daza too actually okay as another outfielder who could possibly see playing time um another big injury was um Jonathan India who had just come off the injured list and then a few days later went right back on the injured list again do you, I mean Cincinnati's obviously not in it do you think they Try to take it more cautiously with him this time around.
0: I think they have to, because, um, like you said, they're they're going to be. They're, I mean, they're what like three and nineteen right now or something like that. I mean, it's something awful. And three and twenty. Yeah, three and twenty, and they. They they should they should keep, be cautious with him, because he's sort of their prized possession in terms of a young hitter that has a lot of potential. Yeah. So I don't think there's any reason for them to rush him back. I wouldn't be surprised if they shut him down for a few months. And they have nothing to really gain by trying to rush him back because they're not going to be, be competing this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it, it really is sort of, I mean, it, it hurts for him, obviously. I mean, after how good, how good of a year he had last year and then this year to sort of come back and um, just, I mean, be plagued by injury so early. I mean, he can't really even get going at this point. Um, uh, I mean, plus, I mean, who knows how long he's going to be out at this point. So, um, I mean, it's, it, it really does. I mean, it's, it's gotta not, I mean, it, it's not great for him, but no, it's not. Another big injury, probably. I mean, probably pretty similar in, in size, just because of the length of time for this one. Adalberto Mondesi got hurt for Kansas city done for the season, um, how do you think this affects the royal season? They've actually surprisingly been, I think, decently well.
0: I mean, year. they've been. They've been.
1: Well, no, actually, yeah, eight and fourteen. Yeah, great,
0: I mean, but. I think it's about what we expect. I mean, yeah. it'll be. I guess they might have Bobby Witt playing short again then.
1: Yeah. Because they had him over at third. Unless they move Nikki Lopez to Unless, short, yeah, and then put Merrifield at second.
0: I think they're probably going to have. Merrifield at third, maybe, and then like Lopez at se- oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how heard, I, do I it.
1: would think they would rather have Merrifield at second. I don't know the Merrifields really ever played third. They they
0: might they might just leave Witt at at third then yeah, and play probably. and play Lopez at sh- at short and Merrifield at second
1: because Lopez is a really good defender yeah, too. Yeah, and then that opens up one of their outfield spots for any for I mean one of their I mean anyone of yeah. their outfielders could play there then. Um, I mean, and also Carlos Santana got hurt just. Today was just placed on the injured list by Kansas City, which I mean that opens up at bats for Ryan O'Hearn at first base. So I mean a couple big pieces for Kansas City going down at this point.
0: Yeah, and they're, you know, modesty that's that's you know, he's he provides a lot of speed and oh yeah in that lineup. Santana a lot of power. So I mean that's 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 tough for them, but
1: and Mondesi was her most of last year, too. Yeah.
0: And that and hopefully he can and hopefully he can bounce back because this, this is a year the Royals are probably gonna just be near the bottom of the AL Central again. And a year they're gonna be more rebuilding and focused yeah. on that. So again, just get these guys healthy and hopefully they can come back stronger than ever.
1: And then one last injury that was pretty big, um, Mitch Haniger in his, his first game off the injured list. Um Hurts his ankle, goes back on the injured list, is now out at least a few weeks. Um, Seattle obviously in the midst of a of the of competing in that division. How, how do you think that sort of affects their outfield that?
0: Well, I know they've got Kyle Lewis that just did a monster home run in, in his AAA rehab assignment last night. So I don't know if that's gonna you know, he's gonna get the call back sooner than later if Hanneker's out for a long period of time. But I think Lewis is a guy that can really play. I like him a lot. And if Haniger missing time, I think he's a guy that can step in, step in, and really pick up the offense and fill in for Haniger.
1: And it doesn't really—I mean, it doesn't help that Jared Kalinic hasn't been good either. I
0: mean, he's sitting like a buck forty-three. I mean, yeah. he's just brutally bad. Um, which is—I mean, do you think he's going to turn it around? I mean, he's—he he's was one he of the best prospects in baseball for a while.
1: I mean, I think he can. I—it's still—I mean, offense across the league has been down. So I mean, I. I would probably give it a little more time, and then I mean, if let's say at the end of May or something, he's still he's still not doing well. Then maybe when uh, I mean because is supposed to be back around the end of May, so maybe around then that's when they say I mean if he's still not doing well when Haniger's back, then they send him down, and just sort yeah. of get him hopefully give him more confidence down there.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I mean, at this point, is that going to give him more confidence? Just shake it even further if you send him back down because then you that's that would be the second time you've sent him back down. Yeah, I mean. That would I I think that might rattle him a little bit, but maybe I mean maybe he he does need to see more Triple A pitching before he gets up there. I don't know. I we'll, we'll see how the Mariners. It'll be interesting to see how the Mariners handle it if he's if he keeps slumping.
1: Yeah, we have to take another quick break here on the On Deck Circle on KCOU eighty eight point one FM. Stick around, there will be more after the break. Stay in touch with
0: all the latest soccer news and highlights from the game's premier competitions. Join me, Jack Knowlton, for Box to Box, where I'll break down everything from scores to transfers to player and club profiles and much, much more. Everything you need to know about the beautiful game can be found on Box to Box, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on KCOU.
1: That's astonishing!
0: all across the nation we are here for our communities we're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight covid 19 together
1: it feels good to be out there to assist our community i would like
0: our friends and family to know that your national guardsmen are always ready and always there visit nationalguard.com to find out more sponsored by the missouri army national guard aired by the missouri broadcasters association and this station
1: This is called 2112. Welcome back to the on deck circle here on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Michael Levitt with Sam Fry. Sam, we've got more baseball talk as usual. Um, and I mean, we talked about this a little earlier, but to go more in depth on it, I mean, the offense has not been good this year. Um, yeah. it, it really, I mean, even, even, I mean, I think the average OPS so far is under 700. Yeah. Um, which I mean, really does not reflect well, um, as far as, um, offense being up. I mean, do you think it will rebound this year?
0: Um, I think there are reasons why it will and why it won't. Why it will, I think, is because there's a short spring training, so guys still are, are getting adjusted. Um, it's It's been cold across yeah. the country. The weather's going to warm up. That's going to make it easier to hit. Um, and guys are going to get settled in. Why it won't, I think just because pitchers have been really good. I mean, pitching has just been so much more advanced. and just it keeps getting more and more advanced, and and, and teams are – you know, using the bullpen more and getting more of these specialist guys. And another reason is because of the baseball itself. I was going to say that, yeah. I think that it's—and and I was reading a little bit about this, but I think it—the the, the, the gripe is not the baseball is dead. The, the gripe is that the baseball is inconsistent. And the players and the pitchers don't know what they're getting from from inning to inning even. Yeah. And Chris Bassett said, you know, after in one of his post games that, hey, the fourth inning, the seventh inning, the fifth inning, like the ball is different in every inning. Yeah, and that's that is really really concerning.
1: Yeah, I mean that's sort. Of, I mean that can really throw off a pitcher's momentum too, or I mean or a batter's because yeah, you're expecting it to go. I mean the pitcher. I mean getting the grip on the ball is very important to a pitcher. I mean having making sure the grip's right and um, I mean. That you're able to get a good grip on it is I mean one yeah. of the most important things for a pitcher. So yeah, I mean I, I think that uh, that's that that is pretty concerning.
0: And, and that could be leading to injury too. I yeah. mean if, if if you're if you're not getting the right grip or not having the right you know, throwing it at the right mo I mean that's that or is dangerous. To alter your, yeah. I mean alter that's, how that's, you throw it. That's yeah. dangerous. And um you know, as you know got you know we're we're always going to love baseball and always going to follow it but you know the casual fan i mean offense is, is, offense sells yeah and and no one wants to watch a, a 3 i mean i'm i've been watching this tigers game i mean it's 3 to 2 like yeah it's i'm watching because it's my favorite team and i love the sport but like let's i mean if i'm being honest it's been like a pretty boring game i mean the pirates hit a two-run triple in like the fourth inning or the 5th or something. The Tigers got 3 I think in the 5th or 6th in response. But but I mean besides that it's been just, you know, and obviously these two teams have, you know, sort of not great lineups, but it it has been just across the league a, yeah. a, a, an epidemic of just low scoring, low scoring, low scoring. It's 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 bizarre.
1: Yeah, and I mean I a similar thing did happen last year where I mean in April I think the OPS was 680 or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, this year it's even low. It was even lower. I think it was at 620, 630. Um, but then, I mean, what happened last year was after April, as the weather started to get better and players probably, I mean, got it more accustomed to the baseballs uh, because they, I mean, last year they were using two different types of baseballs, whereas this year they're just using one. So, I mean, I think players do sort of have to adjust to that a little bit. Um, and, hope, I mean, hopefully that will get better as the season goes on. And, I mean, the weather should help with that, too, like you said. I mean, yeah. that really – I mean, some players just get better as as the weather gets better. And right. it's 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 harder to hit when it's cold.
0: And it's, it's something to monitor, too. I would just encourage, you know – fans to just keep an eye on it like yeah. keep an eye on what the players are saying keep an eye on the numbers themselves keep an eye on sort of the hitting statistics the run differentials that the amount of runs being scored statistics as the year goes on because if it doesn't get better there's gonna have to be a change made whether yeah. it's the baseball whether it's you know a rule or i don't even know what i mean just something to to help out the hitters because you know Nobody wants to see a two-one game every time. Yeah. Um they want us people want to see offense, people want to see home runs. Um and it's you know, it's gonna start hurting their bottom line, I think, if if no no one's scoring anything. So but like I said, I don't think there needs to be any rash, you know, it's been a month. There doesn't need to be any rash, like super insane like decisions or judgments made yet. But I would encourage fans to just, you know, monitor the situation and keep an eye on it as uh, as Gregory Soto slams the door for the Tigers, and it's a three two winning game one of the double header. So I'm happy, very happy. Uh, <laughs> 2017 first round pick Alex Faeito on the mound in game two soon. So you know, it's it's the Tigers have been struggling, but hey, it's a good day, Michael.
1: It is. And um, one last thing before we go. Uh, game of the weekend. Oh yeah! What do you think the best game this week, this weekend, is going to be?
0: Well, I think it's going to be a very fun weekend um, in the sport, as it always is. Uh, yeah. One thing, one series that has has caught my eye a bit is Brewers Braves. That's, a what, little, that's what I was thinking. A little thinking, rematch, yeah. <laughs> a little rematch of the playoffs last year. This could be a chance for the Braves to get it going a little bit. Yeah. The Brewers have been red hot lately. Um their offense that, hasn't been great this no, year. No, but that Braves offense versus the Brewers pitching staff, I yeah. think is going to be very exciting to watch. Um So yeah, that that that's going to be a fun series, I think. I think the, the battle of the Sox, Red Sox and White Sox, two teams yeah. that have been underperforming this year at 10 and 13 and 10 and 14 respectively.
1: I think Cardinals Giants could be could, a good. Yeah, Cardinals
0: Giants, yep, definitely. Definitely. Um Yeah, Car- and and uh Yeah, no, I, Braves- I, I think
1: Mariners maybe.
0: Could be. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Mariners, I mean...
0: A lot, lot they, of, they, lot they of good series. Some,
1: yeah. I mean, there's... And every weekend, there's... I mean, there's a lot of good series. I mean, you, there are two... I mean, you're bound to have some games that are... um, That are, like, two competitive teams against each other. Yeah. Um, It just happens where it's not... You don't have the same... I mean, you don't want it to be the same matchup every week, though. Which no. I think they've they've been... We don't get Blue Jays Astros this this weekend. No, no once. more
0: Blue Jays Astros.
1: <laughs> we do get Mets Phillies again, though.
0: That'll be fun. I yeah, I I, I support the Me- the Mets Phillies rivalry.
1: Yeah, that's a good rivalry. But uh, before we go, I just wanted to say, Sam, thank you for uh, being oh, yeah. a guest. Um, we thank I you. I will be back next week for the show. Sam, yes, unfortunately, I will, will not be able to be here for that. Um, but I mean. It's been really great to have you on as a, as a guest Oh, it's been host great to be here. It's yeah, been great to be it's... here. I,
0: I appreciate I appreciate the invitation and, and being able to come on every week. And thank you everyone for listening. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was quite a bit of fun. And, and Michael, good luck. Good luck to you. And thank
1: you. You too. And your
0: in your next endeavors here, as you as you graduate soon, I know. Yeah. So
1: Exciting. Congratulations
0: <laughs> and 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 good luck in the future.
1: Thank you. Um... So that will just about do it for us this week on the On Deck Circle here on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Michael Levitt with Sam Fry signing off. I'll see you again next week. Have a good week, everyone.